Hi there. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And how are you doing? I'm fine. Now, I have to warn you, I live out in the country. And so no. sometimes my internet connection's a little sketchy. So I'm trying my best. That's okay. That's totally fine. Um, okay, so your name is Kerry, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay, my name's Rebecca. Um, so today I just kind of wanted to, well, first off, because of the subject and what we're kind of talking about, um, I just want to say, like, if you need to take a break or anything like that, um, just, you know, say so because I don't know about you, but, you know, with this issue, I kind of have problems myself. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I understand. Yes, I understand. <laughs> yes. Um, so I do have like some kind of standard questions that I've just kind of written down, and we can just go, th th you know, from there, or we can make it up as we go along if that's cool. I think that's great. I think that's a good idea to start with questions. Fantastic. Okay. So, how long? Um, uh, Sorry, I'll just rephrase this. Um, okay, so how long has it been since um, you had um, your colonectomy? I think that's how I pronounce it. Are you there, Carrie? You there, Carrie? Becca, can you, can you hear me, Becca? I can now, yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. That is so bad. So, I don't know, did you get any of my explanation? I didn't, no, I didn't, but you can start again, that's okay. Okay, so, um, I had an elostomy, mm -hmm. um, uh, what's called a double barrel elostomy, so I had two holes to mine. Right. I had it. I received that off of emergency and um, surgery on January 6th of this year. Wow. Okay. So that's, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, do you, uh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I have like only had one, um, of the, you know, the stomas. I only had one. Uh -huh. Um, so tell me a bit about that, like how how it came to be that you had to, to if that's, like, if you know that is. Oh, yeah, not a problem. Um, well, um, being that it was my lower, you know, my large intestines, mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the one hole was for the top one, and the second hole in it was for mucus. And I, um, doctors, the connection is I had a fistula, 
that formed from my intestines to my bladder. Wow. Which is very unusual. Yeah. But I, I've had a complete hysterectomy, so it had no other place to attach itself to but the bladder. Wow. So that is really, so he had a mucus hole to because they were, It cut it um it cut out a little bit just then, but that's yeah. So you um you had like um okay, I've never heard of like a mucus um mucus one before. <laughs> uh huh. So um, sorry, go ahead. It by what I've seen or. In, on the website, it seems like each surgeon is very individualistic when it comes to this. And and each GI doctor is different. There's so mm -hmm. many opinions on how to treat people with diverticulitis or not treat people with diverticulitis. I don't know if you found that in your system, but I've definitely found that out in here in the United States. Yeah, right. So um, is, is that... Um... You said you had emergency surgery, so the cause was that diverticulitis? Yes, it I had diverticulitis for 20 years. Wow, that's a long time. I was, yeah, I was diagnosed, um, it, I was diagnosed um, 20 years ago with um, colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. And they said at that time I had active diverticulitis and scarring and took it further than that. So I've been walking around 20 years with diverticulitis. Without kind of realizing the extent of it. Yeah, they were, they kept telling me I had IBS. Oh, and yeah. So, um, so I was having these flares, but no one ever took it to the Um, yeah, so, um, so it wasn't, so it wasn't planned, like the surgery, like how did you end up, um, in the emergency? Well, um, started almost a year ago, last <laughs> May, I got really sick and I didn't realize that what I was having was a flare and yeah. it never got under control and by um july i was bedridden because i couldn't get i couldn't keep any food in me for one um and i was in much pain and went through some more ct scans and changing of doctors and so it absolutely took them from may to january to help me wow that's yeah, a long time, really, isn't it, to have to put up with that? Yeah, 
Yeah, it really is. But I'm very thankful now because I'm um, two and a half weeks post-op on my reversal, and I'm doing phenomenal. That's really good to hear. That's really good to hear. Um, You found with, like, foods and stuff, have you found that there's certain ones that you used to eat that you can no longer kind of tolerate? Um. No, I have not found, but I'm going to be absolutely honest with you guys. I have incredible food anxiety at this point in my life. And I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that I'll be able to work through it as I um, am further post-op and see that I can eat stuff and not be in the bathroom or, or you know. Yeah. Yep. See, that's that is like the major kind of thing that we have to kind of um, live with, isn't it? Um, so, um, what kind of message would you like to say to other people who aren't aware of this kind of thing happening to others? Because, like, there's like um, I was never aware until I ended up in emergency myself. So. I didn't realize that this was like a thing that people could actually have. So if you were to speak to someone about, um, about it, to share your kind of message, um, is there anything in particular that you would want to say? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Did you hear what I did? You hear the last question that I said? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The last question. Oh yeah, I just wanted to know um, what um, because there's a lot of people that don't understand that you know um, we we go through this kind of thing. Um, I know that I didn't know um, about you know like. I didn't pay close attention to my colon, you know. I, I didn't know that this was like a thing that people could end up with. So is there anything that you would, like, want to say to other people who aren't aware of this happening to them? Um, you know, that's the, that's the thing that is so difficult is I really think it's just all about trying to find someone to help in medical in the medical area because there's so many things out there like my first doctor was gonna treat me for IBS and that wouldn't have done anything for me except for exasperated the infection I already had going exactly exactly I I, I totally understand that um 
I think the other thing is that is so difficult is there are no answers. Um, I mean, I have one of the best surgeons in the U.S. that worked on me. And when I asked him, how do I prevent it? He goes, he goes, it just won't come back. There's like, I don't know <laughs> if you have found that, that they can't give you an I, a reason. One, why you got it to begin with. They say hereditary or I was a I was a smoker from a young age and they and I've quit smoking. So they say those two things can be factors. But then you say prevent it. And Can you hear me, Becca? Yeah, sorry. It just like cut you out a little bit. Um, That's all right. I think that you got most of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me personally, the um, the healthcare is a kind of huge thing because um, over here, um, when I had mine, uh, I was under the impression that I still had my colon um, and I didn't find out that I didn't have it. Um, until months later at checkup and they told me that, you know, the entire um, colon and rectum was gone. And oh, my that, goodness. Yeah, and that um, what caused mine was um, a lack of blood flow to the colon, making it die basically. And they couldn't, uh -huh. give, they couldn't give me, like, a reason as to why that happened and, I still don't know. So, I mean, and, you know, I've gone to nutritionists and stuff like that, but it's no good because there's nothing really that can be done in, like, in my experience anyway. Right. And and I, I think another thing that was really difficult too is to get family members to understand because yeah. when I would, uh, what I would call an attack or small flare, the first thing they would say was, what did you eat? What did you eat this time? <laughs> you could have eaten some, the exact same thing two weeks ago and it didn't affect you, but now it's affecting you get that. So I think that's hard. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because I, t I totally feel you there. No one, unless, unless they have gone through it and are going through it and living with it, they don't get it because they can't, like, I would get that all the time. It's like, oh, well, why don't you just, you know, slow down eating or why don't you just eat this or that? <laughs> That's not a um, solution that doesn't work. Like, there have been times when I haven't eaten, but I'll still be, you know, in the bathroom. Um, people just, you know, they don't get it. Um, unless they have it, then they do. <laughs> when you... um. Are you still there? <laughs> you still there, Carrie? Yes, I hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> uh, um, I'm so sorry. Next no. week I'll figure out something else. It's okay. It's all right. It's totally fine. I just one one last question before I let you go. Okay. Um, 
So I this one for me is a big one, but it might not be for you or anyone else. But when I was in, you know, post-op and, and whatnot, I I um I already had depression, but my mental health went so downhill. Um and I was wondering, you know, did your mental health suffer? And if it did, was there something that helped you through? Um my mental health did not, but let me, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm 59. So I think when you're older, it does, um, it changes things, you know? And, and so, because I can't imagine going through this at the age of in my twenties or thirties or even forties. Um, but my family was extremely supportive and especially my daughter, so no, and I always knew there was reversal that I was going to ha- have a reversal. So, um, yeah, I didn't go through that depression. That's understandable. Um, I'm actually, I'm 30 and, um, I had mine like three years ago. So 20, I don't know, 27 or something like that. And, you know, people would constantly say, oh my God, you're so young, <laughs> um, because I guess they're used to older people having that kind of thing happen. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And as, like, I didn't, I don't have, like, family and stuff that I can lean on. Um, mine are, like, abusive and stuff, so I don't have anything to do with them. So I think that you're right. Um, loved ones and, and, and friends and whatnot definitely um, would be great your mental health um whatever your mental health is to begin with so that's a good thing yes yes I think that's very important um so I I mean I think the hardest thing mentally for me was not um it was when I would have problems with my bag for instance we went my daughter and I went away for her her job and I um, had not ever had a bag leak on me. And in one night in the hotel, I had to change the bag three times and I ran out of, I couldn't find a medical supply place. There were none. I didn't know how I was going to get home. Those kind mm-hmm. that kind of thing caused me great anxiety. I totally understand that. I, uh, mine, because of where my stoma was placed, um, and how it, the formation or whatever of it, um, it wouldn't go directly into the bag. It'd go onto my skin and then into the bag. So my stoma was troublesome and it always leaked basically. Um, And I remember being at a doctor's once and it was like leaking everywhere. Um, It was the most awful experience ever. (laughs) I agree. I think, um, I think, like I said, that that was the hardest thing for me. I only had, I called him Stanley. I only had Stanley for three months. And, um, and at times was overwhelming to me. It would be, it would be. Um, and you know, like that, that would play on your mental health. Like, Anyone would would have trouble with that. Um, oh, I agree. I agree. I think that's something that people have to understand 
is, you know, and it's hard. You have this fear. You don't want to go anywhere because you have this fear that your bag is going to leak. I used to wear a diaper underneath, a baby diaper around my midriff. And then I had a belly band, all these things as precautionary so that if I did spring a leak, that it didn't go all over my clothes and embarrass me. I did the same thing. So I, I, I totally get that. It's, it's a hard thing to have to deal with. Mine, I had yeah. my bag for a, a year and it was the worst year of my life. Yes. Um, yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But, you Anything know. Like, um, no, I think that's about it. It's just, you know, about, you know, getting to know your kind of situation and, and how it's been for you. So I think that answered quite a few questions. So thank you for bearing with me there. No, no. Um, and if you want to do it again, um, I'm more than happy. Just send me a message and when you'd like to do it. Totally. That would be great. Um, I look okay. forward to that. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye.